0: Hi, it's Mickey Dolans here. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto.
1: Welcome to Inspirato Projecto. What you are about to hear is from uh, July 15th, one day after the Harmonic Convergence. By the way, if you've heard those episodes, thank you so much. Those are bits and pieces of some of the uh, wise people that were on the Harmonic Convergence, which took place July 5th through the 14th. On Facebook Live, so tonight, oh well, first I'll get to that. In a second, uh, so th- so this what you're about to hear is from a piece of a Zoom call, a Zoom get together, and uh, had a lot of people who are from the Harmonic Convergence, and Mark Sims, who put together Harmonic Convergence, was there on the call and uh so i thought oh this is great and he was descri- he's describing a diagram and uh you'll hear maripas martinez maripaz it sounds to me like mariposa mariposa which means butterfly in spanish so i call her the cosmic butterfly or the cosmic fairy uh she i met her through the harmonic convergence And so, people are asking Mark Sims questions. They're asking him questions, and she pops on there, and you get to hear what happens. And uh, so, if you're into this kind of thing, if you're into fringe theories, UFOs, if you like that kind of thing, uh, sit back and, uh, and check it out. All right? And heck, maybe pass it on as pass it on to people tonight, which is the seventeenth he's going to be on zoom again, and so we're going to do a what is called the c e six meditation close encounters of the sixth kind meditation with the intention of bringing about bringing about um extraterrestrial contact you know what's so interesting this little hummingbird has been. <laughs> It's been coming around here. Every time I talk about this stuff, the little hummingbird appears. And I don't know if you know this or not, but hummingbirds' wings, they move like infinity, like the infinity symbol. I'm out here on the balcony, and uh, my good friend, the antenna tree, starts moving. starts moving around. Every time I call, call out its name, every time I look at it, it starts moving around. I love it. It starts waving to me. Look up hummingbirds and the symbolism of hummingbirds. See what you find. Uh, also, what you're about to hear is a piece of the the meditation that we use. It's been said that hue, H-U, is the... Which is funny because human. Hum. Hug. Uh, um, that word hue is the sound of God. It's the song of God. So it's pretty interesting, isn't it? Listen, listen to it. did you hear that horn? That's in a, That's those are and then the little bird. Those are reassurances that the universe is listening as far as I'm concerned. That's how I play with it. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> Get ready. Get ready for some really unique information that uh, I promise you, you're probably not going to hear anywhere else. If you have any uh, more questions or you want me to direct you towards some of these people, Um, oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. um, oh, 9 p.m. tonight, Pacific Standard Time, that's when we're meeting on Zoom, on the Zoom call, and so go to Mark Sims, M-A-R-K-S-I-M-S, Sims, like simulator, go to Sims, just like the video game name, interesting, huh, go to his Facebook, he's gonna do it on there live, but also we're gonna be on Zoom live. So I'm sure he's gonna put up the code on there so you can join us if you're interested. Alright everybody, thanks for listening to Inspirato Projecto. If you've got any questions, you can email me at inspirato projecto at gmail.com. You can also call me at five six one two zero three nine one seven nine and leave a message on there. And then I will include you in the, in the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you? Do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If Has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing... What kind of creativity is coming out? I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it. Please, right now, make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, You could put music on there, sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees. Uh, uh, your friend's playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. Omnipresent experience. Um, so, so
2: these are what I'm describing through these use of these words are actual dimensions of celestial consciousness. These, Okay? Uh, with The entire complement is 15 dimensions. Okay, I'm going to stop there.
3: Are there any questions? Uh, yeah, I'm sure if anyone has any questions, please uh, raise your hands. And I just want to uh, recap, we have Mark Steens from the Harmonic Convergence uh, Movement, uh, for ev- everyone that is just jumping in into the chat. And uh, Mark is explaining the different, uh, different stages of universal consciousness. Uh, so if you caught any of that, or anyone that's been listening, if anyone has any questions, please uh, raise your hand on your study, yeah. and we'll try to get uh, as many as permitted. Yes, I have a question.
0: Okay. Um, I, I've heard that, uh, that transition from astral to uh, physical, at some point, it could have
3: been gel, like gel, and then before solidifying.
2: Is that, do you think that is true? Well, I think what you're trying to describe is how does a higher dimensional, like astral being, manifest to physical body in the physical realm. And I don't know how that takes place, frankly. All I know is that it's possible for an astral being, a higher dimensional. what in this model is represented is a six-dimensional being of six dimensions of freedom. Um, what I In the green column on the right, you see at the top the label dimensions of freedom. In the physical realm, we have three spatial dimensions, which I show down below. But when you become an astral being, after becoming human, when you ascend to that level after physical death, you, are, you become an astral being. It's like the uh, caterpillar becoming the butterfly after it uh, is released from the cocoon. And, um, and what Tejbar explained to me is that when a human being dies, usually they're reincarnated to, into another human being. To continue their journey of developing into a, a highly spiritual being, for the purpose of eventually becoming an astral, astral being, and when they meet the conditions of ascension, then that's what happens. And the in the bottom row, I have uh, the definition or the brief description of what's required to advance to the next major stage of conscious evolution for the individual uh, soul. So uh, for, you can see in stage one and stage two, it's just all you have to do is procreate. As an insect or as an amphibian, reptile, or fish, you just have to procreate. In stage three, which is the stage of the birds and waterfowl, you have to mate and raise young to adulthood. In stage four, same thing. You have to mate and raise, you know, uh, animal your your pups uh, to adulthood. For humans, it's now more than that. You have to master unconditional love, and then you can ascend, and then you become an astral being, a higher dimensional being that has access to us, to six dimensions of freedom and has direct access to 10 dimensions of consciousness. Um, But to access the five in the physical realm, they have to manifest a physical body. Okay? To to experience the physical senses, you have to have a physical body. I mean, this is self-evident, I believe. And this is what Teshwar explained to me, that when he merged with me, he... Then could experience the physical world through my body, through my nostrils he could smell things, through my taste buds he could taste, through my eyes he could see the world in in a different way, in the physical way, and he could hear what I was hearing, but that was only possible by being in my body. And he happens to be a celestial being. When I met him, he was a twelve he was at level 12 what i label here as apprenticeship now by merging with me he's a level 13 being and the level the the symbol for level 13 uh beings is the metatron's cube which is made up of 13 circles if anybody knows sacred geometry well they're aware of this and i've kind of superimpose the Metatron's cube in that number 13 there. Okay. And this, okay.
3: Yeah, we can see it right here.
2: Okay. And in fact, he explained to me, in order for him to become a level 13 being at the celestial level, he must commune with a physical being in the physical realm, and that would be me. Okay. So, what, um, all and you could you could say, "Whoa, Mark! Are you, you are you telling us that you are now a celestial being? Have you been somehow chosen? Uh, you know, are you some kind of prophet?" No. What I am here to tell you is that what I experienced, you have access to yourself. You can experience too, but there's work involved. You have to do the work, and that's what the CE six meditation. in in large part is all about it's about meditating it's about centering yourself about developing these dimensions of consciousness so you can have access to the higher realms so to speak and pull down or channel knowledge information from these higher realms and you too can have a communion with a celestial being and I'm going to let you in on the biggest you know uh thing of all, that what I recently learned, I suspected it for a number of years, but he confirmed for me, that Tejbar is literally my future higher self, okay, and we all have these higher selves, this, this celestial aspect of us, the higher self, that, that
3: so, Mark, so, so if Teshwar if is your future hire, so that means that you were also the person that he was in, in Chile? That's right. Wow. And, and Argentina, in, in Argentina,
2: in Terra del Fuego. Argentina, correct.
3: Mark, I have a question. Yes. Uh, are uh, uh if you can raise your hand, we have uh, a list of people uh, oh, okay, like, sure. to go. So uh, the next person we have is Echo Lake uh, next and then when Mark come on with his response.
2: Okay so uh, am I answering a question for Mary right now Uh, or or Echo Lake?
3: No that was uh, I don't know who asked that question and another thing that I will uh, ask you is when you ask the question please say your name and where you are from. So uh, whose question was this, because it only said iPhone on the screen?
0: Okay, no response. Okay, so... I can, okay. I can be quick. Okay, yeah, hi Echo Lake. Hello Mark, thank you so much for signaling the new era, um, right on time brother. Thank um, you, uh, thank you, it's my pleasure and honor. It's really, it's incredible how we're, we're, we're moving together as these pieces of the evolution. And the transmissions are coming through and, and really, what we're towards in making space and, and signaling the, the transition of our species. Um, I'm curious if uh, you know, all these uh, aspects here, just focusing on this chart, I have put a chat, a question in the chat there that I uh, was forwarded to by email. But I, I wanted to ask, uh, relative to this chart, all of these are, are simultaneous right? I mean, um, I, I guess I was curious about Tejbar's relationship to both time travel, but also the, the coexistence of multiple incarnations of all of these stages that are being laid out so clearly in the artist. I've done a lot of research, uh, research, so I'm curious if you also mentioned um, you know, uh, Rudolf Steiner's work or, or Swedenborg or Tejbar's well, reference to
2: the d- three yeah, Teshbar never referenced uh, Swedenborg or, or um, Steiner directly. That came as a consequence of my own independent study. What Teshbar did have me do is study things like numerology and uh, sacred geometry. Um, the, world, the major world religions was an area he encouraged me to study He had me study Freud, Sigmund Freud. Um, So I studied Sigmund Freud quite deeply, Um, and in particular the 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 psychic apparatus model, um, and how that factors into the big picture of how consciousness works. Um, He had me study quantum mechanics, um, and a number of other things. But uh, you know to your question of how do we access time or, you know, does everything happen at once? For us humans in the physical realm, obviously not everything is happening at once. Um, We are on a timeline. We're experiencing time along a linear path from the past into the future. That's just how it works time tajbar said to me keeps everything from happening at once so we can have a physical experience and we can go through the change that is life and is our spiritual development you must have this you know linear time experience for you to go through the changes to you know evolve into something more than what you once were But he did elude or talked very specifically about imaginary time as one of the dimensions of reality. And I have that on the far right of this chart, you can see. Um, So there are two dimensions of time in this model. Linear time is the column in blue, and then purple is the imaginary timeline. And what he said to me is that we access this all the time. We just don't think of it as a dimension uh, of one of the dimensions mentioned or referred to in the model that is superstring theory. Um, and he says we access it all the time. We take it for granted and it is simply the ability of our mind to think about a memory in the past or, or recall you know an experience from our past and bring it to our mind so that it's in our CPU. If you think about your brain or your mind as the central processing unit of your awareness of the now, you're pulling information from the past into your CPU and you're accessing that previous memory in the Akashic Record by exercising the imaginary timeline. We likewise project into the future whenever we plan for an important event. Let's say we are planning to launch a business and we think of all the things that we need to put into the business plan. We are literally imagining the business, laying it out kind of like a blueprint and constructing it in our mind. And then once we imagine that, and we put it down on paper, we begin executing, or otherwise manifesting that business into the physical reality, and that what he says is that all possibilities exist, all possibilities exist, so they all exist simultaneously, but we being masters of our, our reality... We drive the car, we drive the ship, using imaginary time by setting a destination and going for it, and just keep going for it as we go towards that goal that we imagined. We are literally bringing into the present reality a a, a parallel future existence that does exist, but we're pulling it into the physical realm by working towards that goal. Does that help answer that question?
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much. I'll, I'll definitely want more details when we
3: can talk it more later. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Do, do you have time to, get, to take more questions, Mark?
2: I do. I would love to answer more questions.
3: So next we have De- Deidre and then Anna. So, uh, Deidre, if you like to unmute yourself and ask uh, Mark. So, Mark, um, I'm from Alaska. And um, when after I did that um, meditation at 3 a.m., um, when I went to sleep later, I was woke up by this really large humming sound and light. I mean, I, I could see light through my eyelids being closed, and my dog was barking. And when I sat up, and, and I could feel this whole vibrational energy going through my body, and it went on for like 15 minutes. But what I saw was um
0: holographic images that were colorful around my room. Uh huh.
3: So that was just my interesting experience of after doing that that uh, meditation at three a.m. Oh, so wonderful! So I haven't yet to figure out what what is. Means yet,
2: but that's what I experienced. Well, that's very, very it, cool. I found it interesting that the dog heard it so
3: awesome. That was what was, right. it was interesting.
2: So, that's a confirmation that you had a real experience. Number one, that's important because often when we have these um, strange experiences, we are later, we later begin to doubt whether we had them and so it was really great that your dog was there and your dog experienced it and you you know that it was a real thing um, so tell me again you, you said something about a holographic uh, imagery or uh, can, can you tell, speak more to that?
3: Um, yeah I saw like geometric shapes
0: that were holographic and in color that were like uh-huh. You to do uh,
2: yourself a great favor. Okay. There's a thing called a tesseract. Are, have you heard of a tesseract? No. Okay. I'm going to explain this um, first by uh, through words. When you take imagine you have in your hand a wireframe of a cube, okay? And you have a light shining on the ground. Maybe the sun is shining really brightly and casting a shadow on the ground. And as you hold this, this cube, a wireframe cube in your hand, you rotate it in the sunlight and projected on the ground, which is a shadow, is a two-dimensional projection of this three-dimensional cube in your hand. Right?
3: Right.
2: And you can orient that in such a way... To make your three-dimensional cube look like a square in the shadow on the ground right but if you continue rotating it you will still recognize the cube in the ground but it won't be a square it'll look like you know it'll change in shape what you were seeing outside the window was a projection of a of a higher dimensional object in three dimensions and this is so it's like a shadow of a higher dimensional object, but it appears as a three dimensional object. Now, if you go onto YouTube, I want you to search for the word tesseract. I believe it's spelled T-E-Z. Uh, here, I'm. Can I have have that? Can I your phone for a second? I need to do a, a search on. It.
0: Susan, Lily, just have one out. You look at the Susan Lily screen right now. She has the three D one spinning. It's T S E R A C T.
2: That's correct. Right. Okay. So um, yeah. So that that is a high. That's a four dimensional object that is. Um, rendered into three dimensions which is ultimately then rendered into two dimensions on the on the computer screen because your computer screen is two dimensional a three dimensional object is an illusion it's it's again a projection onto a two dimensional surface of a three dimensional object and we view it as three dimensional because of the shading but when you have a higher-dimensional object, like a tesseract which is a four-dimensional object, and you begin rotating it, and, and this is done mathematically, and that's projected then into three dimensions, which is then in turn projected into two dimensions so you can see it on the screen, you get this weird-looking thing. And that's what you saw outside your window. It was a probably an astral ship or an astral portal that was rotating, and, and it was moving in the higher dimensional space, and that's what it, that's why it was moving and looked like sacred geometry spinning or moving around.
3: Awesome! Uh, thank you so much. Did that answer uh, your question, Deirdre? Okay. Okay. We have a breaking or it's breaking off for her. Yes it did. Thank you so much, Mark. Oh by the way, I thought it some- it's- there can you get all right? Yeah. He answered my question. I
2: <laughs> Great, great Deidre. I'm i I'm so glad that you were able to describe what you saw. And I, I will tell you something that I, I really haven't mentioned much because I felt it would confuse the reader. Uh, but I write my book, 13 Days with Teshvar, and when he appeared at the end of my bed, he was scintillating. He was like sparkly all over. And he's also, there was this uh, sacred geometry. He, he was made up of sacred geometry, and it was moving. And it was, I... I so confusing, it was so surreal um, and that was, an. and I don't write about it because it was, it would just confuse the reader or confuse the people I talked to but I now know that he was a higher dimensional uh, being projected into three dimensional space and what I was seeing in this fractal geometry was him, was his essence it was really remarkable, it was really cool
3: Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, next we have Anna Olivero. And just a reminder, please keep the questions short and on subject. I hope everyone gets a chance to ask a question, or everyone that has a, a hand raised.
1: Hi, hi, Anna. Hello, hi
3: everyone. I'm Anna. I was born in the Dominican Republic and I live in New York. So I wanted to say hello, very close from my heart to everyone. And I, you know, I understand that you, you are introducing us to or me to very complex issues that, and topics that perhaps require a lot more conversations. Okay. However, to keep it simple, I want you to dis- define what is mastering unconditional love
2: for us as humans. I can tell you because I just discovered the answer. I, this, for me, was the holy grail. I, I spent so much time reading books about love and unconditional love, and I had come across the answer many times, but I just didn't really uh, figure it out until recently. And the reason I figured it out is because I applied it. I applied this... Idea of unconditional love. What I originally thought was it was simply um, mastering the kind of love we have for our children. So I have a daughter. She's now 30 years old. I'm very proud of her. She's a doctor who lives and works in a hospital in Philadelphia. I'm a doctor. I'm a pediatrician. Are you really? Wonderful, wonderful. Well, my my daughter um, is someone I am just so proud of. And no matter whether she was a doctor or anything, I would have been proud of her. I love her no matter what. If she were to do the most horrible thing in the world, I would be there for her. I would support her. There's nothing she could do that would keep me from loving her. And that's what I thought this unconditional love was. And I was so certain about it that there were times when I just felt that's got to be the answer. And I stopped searching. I stopped questioning what it was. But then something happened in my life um, in 2016 that led to this journey of that ended in my discovery of the real answer. And that is the love, the unconditional love you have for yourself. That we are human beings. And by definition, we make mistakes. It's part of our spiritual development. And some of these mistakes we make in our lives are... Of such magnitude that we can never forgive ourselves, and so that that holds us back. It it we can't. That guilt is so heavy that we can never get. We can never be happy or feel true love for ourselves or for others. And what I discovered is that un, mastering unconditional love is simply, mas, is the unconditional love. You have for yourself being able to forgive yourself and move on and don't let your mistakes define who you are because they will hold you back from being a more spiritually developed human being and mastering unconditional love and ultimately you cannot truly love another person or thing without first mastering unconditional love for yourself and that is the answer that is that is it and I want to give you a very important exercise. I want you all to practice tonight before you go to bed. When you're getting ready for bed, go look at yourself in the mirror. Look into your own eyes. Look at your own, into your own eyes as though you're looking into someone else's eyes. And say, I love you. You are perfect. You are a wonderful human being. And you are great and have great potential. And just keep telling that to yourself because it's true. You are an amazing being with unlimited potential. And so do that. That That is going to get you there very quickly if you keep at it. And there will be those of you that will have a very difficult time with this simple exercise. I know because I, when I started doing it, I, I really had a hard time. Looking myself in the eye and saying that and believing it. But then I realized I had this major breakthrough that, of course, I'm, I, I'm worthy of unconditional love. I, I'm a human being. I'm, a, I've, I'm a, a good person. I've lived a good life. Yes, I've made some mistakes. I have regrets. But, but you know what? I've now I've let it go I've forgiven myself for all those regrets that are holding me back I don't regret anything anymore I, I cherish my mistakes, I cherish them they are lessons that I need to learn to teach me what's good and what's bad you know, what's right and what's wrong and now that I've made that mistake I know I won't, I won't repeat it I'm going to stay away from that behavior and want to stick to doing the right thing and that's it. That's it.
3: Well, thank you so much for that, uh, Mark. I hope that answer Anna's question, which was a beautiful question, I think many of us have Thanks. that same uh, that same question. And it just transmuted my perception of love. It's completely transformed. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank
2: you. My pleasure, it's the key. It's absolutely the key. It's the most important thing I can teach you. Forgive yourself. You are a beautiful, perfect being. There are no regrets. If you have a regret, go forgive yourself in the mirror for, for that and just realize it was just part of the learning process. There are no mistakes there, there are no mistakes. There are only lessons.
3: Correct. And I think that's one of the things that it's kind of a big part of the learning process and understanding that we talk about forgiveness a lot, but we, or me personally, I always think that it was forgiveness to others. And I forgot to forgive the, you know, the, that myself uh, first. So that's my experience. Um, so Hola. next we have, uh, Mary, Mary, if you can come up and please, uh, remember to keep the question short and say your name and where you're from. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm so excited. I got picked. My name is Mari, Maripaz or Mariposa. I have so many names, <laughs> but I'm known as Mari, I live in uh, LA County. Um, I have so many. Uh, well, I guess it's many questions in one. Um, I had. I, I, I mean, I've been with you, Mark, such long, and uh, another friend of mine that gave me the friend of uh, the name of Mariposa, which he's right here, Stony from uh, He's my sorcerer, my my wizard. He unlocked me. He unlocked this fairy. So um, and now that you're you're talking about the the realms of creation and all this it makes sense because i've had near-death experiences before and uh, i i was being in touch with the celestial beings and i was really scared i was gonna die but they gave me another chance and they gave me another chance because i have a mission and now i get it so um i i was that was my first um experience with the celestial beings and i was in that um transition of going back to all my my memory all all my past um memories until i was a child (laughs) Fortunately, I—I right. I, I, fortunately I was saved for a purpose. So here I am, and um, it makes sense that you—I saw you because I have been in touch somehow with the celestial beings. i, I have seen the army of angels. By the way, they're beautiful, <laughs> and I, I see seen... them right with
2: you. I see them right with you. They're
3: blinking at us. Does <laughs> oh, I, I I <laughs> <that it, laughs> everybody seeing that? They're right
0: there. They're right on the screen. Do you see them? They're they're blinking
2: right
3: there. Okay, yeah, they're there with you. I have seen purple. I have seen purple.
0: purple yeah, they're right I there. <laughs> oh that's, that's them. I feel them. Wow. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. This, I love have, this This is contact.
2: Yes. You are having contact with your star family. This is what we mean. These if are it, your I, star I'm family. I'm writing everything
3: down, Mark. If, if this book was given to me. We yeah. are. <laughs> yes. uh, is
2: this being recorded yes. Yes. oh this is amazing this is really the deal this is it guys this is the real deal like
3: the star the people end. of Isabella they came to me they were purple no wonder I have seen the three the three uh, the beans of light. yesterday during my meditation I saw I opened my eyes the first thing I saw three purple eyes and the three beans that I made contact with I have been writing everything oh, down, lovely. the conversations. They show me their, their beautiful round. It's amazing. Uh, so I get it. I get the physics behind it. I get the 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 quantum world. No wonder I have been so... Uh, my, my collective consciousness uh, stuff was so fascinated with this. And uh, I think I'm a time traveler. <laughs> I am a time traveler. <laughs> I haven't slept in days. <laughs> time, time traveling is really amazing, thing and it's amazing and I'm, I feel like I'm in, in a, the ascension transition so it's, it's a story that I'm writing down, it's a story written down in the cosmos, you start with the first dimensional plane, then you go to the set, two dimensional plane which is a a, a, a square and then two, you go through the third dimensional plane and eventually the four which is connected by the the x, y, and z axis and then from that right. plane you, we're literally in ascension right now because of the the hyperdimensional and the dense energy cloud which equals to crystals ice water is we are finally hearing the sound of the angels of the celestial beings because we are entering the dense energy cloud which is the fifth dimensional plane and it's literally the ascension and the dna upgrade we are i saw that the de- I wanted to ask um, the people that are, the unified people, if they are using any type of visual during the meditations, because I have seen a lot of things, um, I saw the DNA upgrade, uh, upgrade. I saw the DNA strand, it's, it's a code, it's a code, that I still have to figure out, but I have to be patient, because I finally surrendered, I surrendered, thank you Mike, I owe you that, I owe you <laughs> I owe you. Thank you. I am
0: honored to finally
2: talk to you. Ma- Mary, um, I live in Ojai, which uh, is not far from L.A. County. I would like to meet you. You, you are you, you are a, um, You are a real example of what we're doing here about making contact with our star family. You are literally making contact with your star family right on the computer right now, we're seeing it. Everybody is looking at this.
3: I see it too, I see it too, you're, you're a green, I see I the green it, light <laughs> in <it. laughs>
2: Yeah, well that might be, I don't know, that's, I, I think that might I'm be. I'm a technology
3: we're all connected.
2: <laughs> I think that's a lens flare. I think that's just, the light's behind me, it's a lens flare. But you, you're, what, you what you're, this is no question, I recognize it, I've seen videos of people having orbs around them and they blink just like what's happening to you and uh, so I would like to meet you and I'd like to interview you because your near-death experience is very consistent with other stories I've heard and people I know that have had experiences like you have had and I want to I'd like would you mind uh, being on on, uh, one of my programs?
3: I am I'm honored. I I would love to share my finally share my story. People are, think I'm getting, I'm going crazy. People are telling me that I'm up there and I'm
2: literally up there. I would love to march. I love to uh, be. There, there's no doubt. I, I absolutely believe you. I know it's true, and I would love to help you share your story with the world because it's very important. And I think
4: oh my God. the fact
2: that that your star family, your the, the, I'm telling you right now that. That blinking light is literally a higher dimensional being, who's who's causing that light to flash for us to witness this. And uh, and you obviously have had a celestial contact experience through a near death experience, and that's very consistent with my research. Meeting
0: other you know hearing other people share their stories, and you uh,
2: and I can help you make sense of it. I can explain it exactly. Thank you scientific terms that these are people that love you these are people in your family in this family who are, are around you they're your angels and they're your relatives and this is what the Native Americans and the indigenous people around the world this is part of their wisdom and their knowledge they <coughs> simply uh, channel or contact their ancestors through meditation and through prayer and they are blessed with wisdom and with guidance and help when they need it. And and so we have the access to our ancestors as well as well. So so that person or that being that's blinking right now, that's probably somebody who's very close to you, who's passed over who's recently passed away in the last few years. Do you have a relative like a mother you- or father?
3: And I actually made contact today. Uh, I had a revelation, and I have been recording. Oh my God! It's 823. twenty-three. It's 823. twenty-three. I have a. I have something with it. I know. I know what it is. I. I I've been getting tattoos of this <laughs> It's amazing. It's my grandmother. I made contact with her today. She gave me a, a message. I recorded every. Hi Maya. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Maya! You're in my story, and you are in my revelation, watch Maya. Right on,
2: on the on the computer. Much much. See that dot? That
3: but I can go
2: full screen. Doing that? It's
0: my grandmother. Yeah, right now. See
3: that? What is yes. real <laughs> This is happening in real time. Oh my this, God! Marty, Maya, yes, it's my nana, it's my uh, abuela, is a... it's yes. my <laughs> <grandmother>. <laughs> this Oh my is, God! This is contact. This is
2: what. It's an amazing.
3: I yep. You're literally like instead of she's like, around me and I feel her and I feel her and I know today I had a breakdown at work. I, I was wor- I, I couldn't, I, I made contact with her and she, she gave me a message and I know who she is, I know where she is and I know where my people is, I know where my Theo is and he is, it's, it's crazy, like I'm reading all these revelations and I'm recording everything and for some reason some things are not getting sound, some things are keep getting trapped and that, that sound uh, frequency is being, the barrier now. One, yes, I need to understand
2: more about the barriers. Okay. There's so- when, when you're ready, when you're ready, I'm going to give you uh, my contact information, and you can call me and let's meet. Because wow. uh, I know that one thing is that you're not. I've just heard you haven't sleep slept in a few days, right?
3: I do, and I, I get it because of the ascension. It's part of the ascension symptoms,
2: right? Right. Exactly. What's happening is you're you're having a very energetic experience and it's resulting in you're not being able to fall asleep. I I experienced this when I had my communion with Tejbar. I didn't sleep for the first three days. And this is, it's okay for a little while, but then it can become detrimental to your body and to your field. And you need to uh, figure out a way to ground yourself and to calm down uh, because this can become a negative cycle. It can make you sick. And that's not good. Can you put therapy be on the
3: ground? Well? Yeah,
2: what, w- a really good exercise for you to do is to take off your shoes and go ground yourself. Literally, go walk on the grass. Or take off your, you know, lay down on your back and if you can take off your, or uh, roll up your sleeves, roll up your legs uh, and ground yourself, that will help you calm down uh, and, and it'll, you know, ground you, literally. You yeah. need some good sleep right now. But I, I can know. Totally I am understand what you're going through. I went through it myself, exactly what you're going through, and it's it's amazing, and it's so, uh, it's a it's a state of nirvana, and it's
3: a state of nirvana. It's it's funny because today I'm wearing this knit and I'm wearing Elvis Presley. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's music, music, harmony, uh, music is healing me. Music, literally, music. Kill me. I, I was what? given this song, beautiful song, Free by Hosh, Hosh which it's, it, it literally unlocked me, it unlocked the, the, the mystery of the 23. Okay. Songs, music, music. So I'm going to
2: also send you the 13 songs that Teshbar had me Recreate, reproduce, oh, yeah. and and it it's healing music. It's uh, just like you you are listening to music to heal. Look what's that?
0: Whoa! What's what's have up there behind?
2: Is that a plane
0: behind you? Look at the sky. Oh, did, the you sky did you see that? Did you see? Talk, Mary. So Mary, it's
3: say it. something so you, the screen can shift to you. Talk. Huh.
2: Let's just be quiet. Let's let Mary just feel into this. How are you doing, Mary?
3: I'm feeling a
2: lot of energy. Yeah, I can imagine.
3: I, 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 she just hugged me.
2: So, Mary, Teshbar told me years ago that my purpose, in part, was to help people like you deal with this transition. You are going through something that I went through back in 2012. And I can help you. It's really important that we meet. Okay?
3: Where are you calling from, Mary? Eh?
2: Where, where do you um, live? In, she's I'm in, with, in
3: West Covina.
2: West Covina, so yeah, she's she, close. She can come up. So, yeah, we can. So, uh, what do you want to do right now, Mary? Because we're here to support you. If you feel like you need any support, um, you know, we're, we can do that remotely. I can, I can send some, uh, you know, support to you energetically right now if you would like to receive it.
3: I would love that. I, I, I need that.
2: Okay. Okay, I just want you to listen to my voice. Here, give me this. Close your eyes and listen to my voice. Well, we're going to start with some breathing exercises, okay? Are you, uh, are you comfortable right now, physically? I am. Okay. Close your eyes and take a deep breath. And everybody else can enjoy Please join us with, uh, Marie. Um, we're going to do the CE6 protocol, just the breathing exercises. And we're going to sing Hugh, okay? Okay. Take a deep breath in and... Breathe out through your mouth. Everybody, while you're doing this, send your love to Mary. We're gonna take a deep breath in now. And as we take a deep breath in, feel that pressure in your lungs as if it's your lungs are filling up with love, energy, you're charging up your heart chakra. And as we sing the note of creation, the hue, send, imagine you're sending that note, that sound of love directly to Marie. And let's go ahead. And if you feel like you are softly saying this note, Let's just experiment with this. Let's go ahead and unmute ourselves. Everyone can unmute themselves. And let's give, let's sing to Mary. Thank This is Robert from Twin Peaks, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Got a light.